welcome back to the Two Fish Podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Aaron. And this week, we're going to the book of Matthew and talking about the parable of the unforgiving servant. That's right, Two Fish community. We are back, and we encourage you to go grab your Bible, open up to Matthew 18, and you'll find where we're headed in uh, verse 21 through 35. 35, yeah. Um. Definitely a section on forgiveness. And I think, I want to say grace. Maybe a little mercy thrown in there. Yeah. But I think the the whole reason that Jesus starts talking about this parable is a question, and we'll get into it. Actually, let's just get right to it. Here we go. Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. Then Peter came up to him and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seven, but 77 times. Let's stop right there just for a second. Like, I just think, I wonder if Peter just threw this number out there. Lord, I got this guy. He keeps sinning against me. How many times should I forgive him? Like Peter wants a number because obviously there's probably this situation going on. He's not happy. He's like, how, how many more times do I need to forgive this guy? Seven probably threw out a number. Which is, I mean, that's a that's a that's a big number to me. If someone's gonna yeah, come against me doing like, the same thing for seven times, I'm like, dude, I would have been like three forgiven, but we're going different directions. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but but Jesus says no, not seven times, but seventy seven times. But I think Jesus throws out this number. He says seventy seven times, and that is just to go from seven to seventy seven times just seems unrealistic. And I think that's what Jesus's point is. Is he saying, no, you're going to continue to forgive and you're going to continue to forgive and you're going to continue to do it. The one thing, my footnote for, for that section right there on the, I think yours reads 77 times. Um, my footnote reads or 70 times seven, which is even more. Right. And I'm still stuck at maybe three times. <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly. But once again, this points to, and I think we often talk about this, um, like Jesus has a higher standard for us. Yeah. In, in regards to like any of the sins, like lust, it's not if you even look at a woman wrong, you have sinned and lusted towards her. Yeah. If you think about being angry at somebody, you've committed murder or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's once again, he's coming to a higher standard. We're going to be held to something far greater than what even perhaps the laws presented. And I can't help but see that almost foreshadowing. Jesus has not yet been crucified. He's not yet been come back. He's not yet fulfilled all the things, but he's saying, look, and he'll explain this a little in this parable as we go, but how much more you're going to need my, my forgiveness. And I'm going to keep pouring it out to you. Yeah. So moving on verse 23, therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and, and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, have patience with me. I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of the servant released him and forgave him the debt. My verse 24 um, 
reads ten thousand bags of gold. So it that's a lot of that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, right? And what was your footnote? My footnote says a talent was a monetary unit worth about twenty years' wages for a laborer. So one talent, a talent, is twenty years worth of labor. And this guy owes him ten thousand talents. How do you how do and you get that far? <laughs> <in>? <laughs> Oh, the housing crisis. They, yeah, we'll give you a house for nothing. It's just this. And I think Jesus, again, is trying to make this point. This is unrealistic. Yeah. This is probably an unrealistic amount. Jesus is probably saying these to his disciples, and they're like, what? That is, they can't even imagine that. 10,000, 20 years. It's an unrealistic number. And, and Jesus says, the master had pity, and he forgave the debt and let him go. He was going to sell his fam himself, his family, his children, and he was going to recoup some of his loss, which wouldn't cover the loss, to sell them as slaves. But he was going to recoup some of what he was owed and just move on from the situation. Yeah, this and, guy, this guy was going to give everything he loved. He was going to sell it all in order to get out of debt with the king. Yeah, attempt and, to get out of debt with the king, but I imagine back then very few people had that kind of money. Yeah. 10,000 times 20 years of, of working. Working. One is your... Uh, well, it's just unrealistic. Yeah. And I think... But again, I think that's Jesus's point. But the king had pity, and he forgave him all. Released him and forgave him of his debt. I think uh, going back to like your foreshadowing that you talked about, Nick, on verse, verse 26, at, at this the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient. With me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. It just reminds me of like repentance and what we are to do with God. And, and I think Jesus is pointing to that here in this, I would think. I, hmm, I like that, but let me push back on that a little bit. He's willing to pay for it. He says, uh, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. He's still going to try to pay for that. And I think, yes, repentance but he still wants to earn that. Yeah. You know what I mean? The way that reads to me is he's like, please just give me more time and I will pay you. Don't sell my family. I will I will pay you. I promise. Just give me more time. And God's and but the master doesn't say, Okay, I'll give you another year. You got another year. I will postpone this payment. No, it's not a I will postpone it. He says, I'm gonna forgive it. And your slate is gonna be wiped clean. So I like what you said, the repentance thing. He he got down on his knees and said, you know, forgive me. Yeah. But then he wanted to still earn that. And we have an episode from, I mean, it's probably the very first episode still on there. We should redo it sometime because I feel like we've talked about so much. I feel like we could add stuff to it. But our salvation is not in works. Right. It's in, it's in faith alone. Now, we need works. Works goes with it. Goes with it. It's, it's the the outward showing of our faith. Yeah. But we can't earn salvation. And this master says, no, 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 you you can't do this. I'm just going to forgive you. Yeah. He still wanted to earn it, which is not what repentance is. Correct. And what God does for us. It's seeing the fault. It's understanding I've messed up and yeah. I owe you so much money. Let me, give me more time to repay you. And the master saying, no, 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 you can't do it. Right. Which is, I mean, Verse 27, the servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. Yep. Which is what God does for us. Yeah. 
in the end, he tells us we don't have to pay him. Yeah. It's we already been paid. Yeah, we can't pay. Yeah. He, he paid it for us. Yeah. Because it can't. You're right. You were saying that. You can't pay it. It's impossible to pay for it. So someone else is going to pay it for you. And that someone was obviously Jesus. Verse 28, but when the servant, and okay, before we go to 28, the response of the servant should have been, thank you so much, and to live out in that, in that, in that forgiveness, in that freedom that he was given, to live out that. I mean, if someone were to come tomorrow and say, hey, your mortgage is paid off, my attitude is not going to be, cool, thanks, bro. My attitude towards that person is just going to be, Thank you, thank you, thank you. And every time I see that person, thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they took a huge amount of debt from me. An unimaginable amount of debt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The mortgage, I, that that's probably a bad example, but it's a good example. It's a realistic example. But instead, this man's response was totally different from that. Yeah, verse 28. But when the servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. So he immediately left a situation where he was forgiven. 10,020 years. Bags of gold. Yeah. And somebody owes him a mere hundred silver coins. My footnote again says a denarius, which is what mine says, a denarius, was a day's wage for a laborer. So what did you say, 100? So yeah. 100 days worth of work, which is still a lot of money. Yeah. Nowhere near 20 years. <laughs> Times 10,000. Right. So just comparing the two, this is nothing. This is a couple pennies compared to a mortgage. And he's demanding it. He turns around, leaves in, in his freedom, and starts demanding. And choking. Pennies. Choking. Yeah, guy. this got physical. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to choke you out. I need my hundred, hundred <laughs> silver coins. Yeah. So his fellow servant, so his fellow servant, which means this is probably someone that's around him that knows and that probably heard and saw of what the king did for this guy. And he fell down. Have patience with me and I will pay you. Verse 30, he refused and he went and put him in prison until he could pay the debt, which I'm thinking in prison, there's probably not a lot of ways to earn money to pay him back. Yeah, probably. No. There's not even a modern-day prison. I can't imagine it would have been better back then. Yeah. Verse 31, when his fellow servants saw what he had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then the master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy for your fellow servant as I had had mercy on you? I mean, that... That's a very understand understanding question. That's the same one I'd have. What did you not just remember what I just did for you? Just to keep reading here in verse thirty four, in anger his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. And once again, let's go back. He owed <laughs> ten thousand bags of gold, which so, is twenty. 20 years of labor times 10,000. 10, yeah, so this is 200,000 years of wages. You got to have something to live on. So you're probably going to have to take, and it's going to be more than that because you got to feed your family. 
So this is a life, life, life sentence. And now he's doing it from jail where he probably doesn't earn a lot. So the master had mercy on him and he had zero mercy on his own servant. He walked out of the kingdom forgiven of all that debt. Wipe slates clean, completely clean. You can go back to life. You didn't lose your possessions. Like you got to imagine if a guy owed this much debt, he has a lot. Right, because you're not just gonna get yeah that's that true. kind of money from the king without having what are you buying? What do you need that money for? Yeah. Right, you got some status in the community, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and then he walks out, and a guy owes him a hundred silver coins. He begins to choke him out, throws him in jail. And his other servants report him to the master, and the master he's ticked, ticked. Do you blame him? No, no. And I think I would have, well, I probably would have the same exact response as all these men, if I'm being honest. But I would have the same reaction as his master here. I would be like, you don't get it. You don't get it. Yeah. I would have the response of, please forgive me or let give me more time. I probably also have the response if I'm, being honest, there's days where I'm like, you owe me some money. You know what I mean? I did. I mowed your yard. You said you'd pay me 25 bucks. You never said another word about it. And I'd harbor that in my heart, thinking to my neighbor, you never paid me my 25 bucks. See, if I mow your yard again. Yeah. Would you <laughs> Would you throw him in jail to have him torture? <laughs> I'd go down, <laughs> choke him out, and say, give me my money for, my, for mowing your yard. Oh. No, but... but- but honestly, there's been times where I feel that way. I'm like, you dirtbag. Yeah. You owe me money. But I know that I've been given money in the past for things. Hey, let me help you out. That's happened for me before. So it's one of those things. It's like, why, why do we hold on to those things? And I think part of it, and this guy should, obviously this is a parable. Right. Jesus is telling a story. He should have in the back of his mind said, huh, don't worry about it. I've always, I've always wondered about the parables. It's the one thing about the parables I've always wondered is if somebody in the crowd mm. was this person. Yeah. Or was going through almost the exact same thing. Yeah. Maybe, like, Jesus exaggerated it, yeah. right? Yeah. But was, oh. was one of the people standing there, this guy, and he's... Like, you ever go to church and you're like... Yeah, yeah that's what I was just going to say. Preacher man, why are you preaching at me? You're preaching right at me. Everything you're saying is me. Yes, right. I was just going to say that. And I've always wondered that with these parables. Like You're probably right. Who was he preaching to and who was he warning... Warning to. That you're yeah. going to get thrown in jail and you're going to be tortured. What you want to do is not the right thing to do. Right. You need to forgive in this circumstance. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're probably right. There was probably someone in that crowd that needed to hear that. And they probably went, oh, you know, I was upset at my neighbor because he said he'd pay me for mowing his yard, and then he never said another word about it. At the end of the day, it's nothing off me. I'll just let it go. Really, it cost me five bucks to mow his yard, yeah. and he was going to pay me 25 Yeah. I'm out 20 bucks. Yeah. Gallon of gas. You're probably right. And I think then verse 35, kind of wrapping up what Jesus is saying here, he's back to Peter and the disciples. 
so also my heavenly father, and this is where it gets serious, my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. And I think that takes it, that takes it another level. Just like, hey, if, if you're angry, you might as well be murdering. If you're lust, you might as well commit adultery. He's saying, you can forgive, but if you don't actually mean it, you're not really doing it right. Yeah. He's taking it to another level. It's not just a service. Hey, bud, forgive you. See ya. It's no, you need to, it needs to come from the heart. You need to have a forgiving heart to people. And man, is that hard? Because there's a lot of times in our lives where we go through things and we go, nah. I can, I'll say, all right, yeah, it's all good. We're good. But I'm walking away. I'm bitter. I'm angry. And I'm just not going back to that situation. And really that forgiveness was just get out of my face. Right. To forgive but not deal with it. Correct. Right? Like, it's not true. You're not really forgiving them. Yeah. It's just it's just a show. And I've been there for sure. Yeah, all, we all have. If we have a two-fish, if we have somebody in the two-fish community that's never been there, <laughs> email us li- at... We're looking for guests. Two-fishpodcast <laughs> two at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah, we, we want to hear you. Um, but yeah, and this is how my Heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister. From your own heart. Yeah. He's going to throw us in jail and torture us. He's going to throw us in jail and torture well, us. I was thinking of something else. <laughs> no, he's going to allow us to not be with him. We're, and, you know, read Revelation. There's going to be a whole lot of torturing in hell. I, I'm reflecting on this. Aaron and I were just talking today, and I was asked to give a, a talk on grace. And this is one of those things, and I believe... I believe grace. I believe in grace, God's grace towards us. And I'll tie this in here in a second, but I believe in it. I believe we need to give grace and forgive people. I, I know in my life I have needed a lot of grace from people, and I appreciate that grace that I've been given. But at the end of the day, I don't understand God's grace for us. I do not understand, and this parable he's giving is unrealistic. You look at all those numbers. It's unrealistic. Yeah, you can't even live that long. You can't. And he's saying, I'm going to forgive you. And that's that. You're forgiven. And so to me, this this original servant does not deserve that. He clearly doesn't deserve it. Yeah, and he, I, made, he made some bad business plans, and obviously they caught up to him, yeah. right? Yeah. And there are consequences to our sin. There are consequences to the things we do. But God says... I forgive you. I'm going to show you grace because you deserve what he gets at the end here is torture. You deserve that. But I'm going to withhold that and I'm going to let you go. That's a good master. It doesn't make any sense to me. He doesn't deserve that. And clearly clearly he doesn't because he leaves that meeting and immediately goes and demands something of someone else. The same thing he was just forgiven. So clearly he doesn't deserve it. On a much lesser scale. And the difference then, now he's talking about forgiveness. God, God's, Jesus is teaching about forgiveness here and how we need to forgive each other. But the difference between this master then and Jesus, at the end of the day, God says, man, you screwed up. 
but I forgive you again. Yeah. I'm going to forgive you again. And how many times we get that huge forgiveness of those huge things that, man, God, forgive me. I screwed up. And a little while later, we're back to doing the same thing. Yeah. And then we realize it. And I think that's the difference is we can we need to continue to have that repentant heart that we were talking about. No, definitely. But, yeah. No, it's, yeah. I mean, you, you nailed it there. The thing that was coming in my mind was the whole don't worry about speck in your friend's eye yeah when you got a log sticking out of yours yeah and that like that just came to mind with this story and and that the idea of grace and um i sit in the same boat like i don't i don't get grace like i get grace but i don't i can't the concept is difficult The concept the understanding especially me why me god i don't deserve this yeah i'm a sinner we all are I am good, and then I'm bad, and then I'm good, and then I'm bad. And I, we constantly sin, sometimes not even realizing it, you know what I mean, through our day. And he continues to give us that grace and continues to say, I got you. Yeah. Just doesn't make sense. And Peter, I imagine Peter sat here, and he said, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. 77 times or 7 times 70? No way I'm doing that. You know, John is so annoying over here. There's no way I'm forgiving John that many times. (laughs) (laughs) Poor John. (laughs) There's no way I'm doing it. And Jesus is like, man, just wait. Just wait until you realize what I'm going to do for you. And he's sitting there going, you know how many times I'm going to forgive you, Peter? Yeah. Because he knows what's coming from Peter. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're going to deny me three times in one night in one night like and i'm gonna forgive you and i'm still gonna make you the rock yeah yeah okay yeah i imagine that this is probably one of those things that popped in his mind peter after all that it's like man i i complained about forgiving john for the stupid things that he does and i denied my savior three times in one night and he forgave me yeah and he's rebuilding something with me. I imagine these, con- I mean, I think of things that were said five years ago, conversations that were had pop in my mind. It's like, ugh, yeah. I wish I wouldn't have said that like that. Kind of came back, bit me in the butt. Yeah, yeah. I imagine he, there's so many of these Peters like, I was kind of a Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, that's such a, such a good parable and such a good, uh, good reminder of uh one we need to forgive one and one another and the grace we need to have for each other and just the amount of i think the word is grace that we're going to receive from god and the forgiveness of our sins that that jesus paid for us yeah so i think i think this week the the thing to really reflect on is uh to move forward and not to Try not to make so many stupid decisions, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, right. and when you do, understand you've been forgiven. So when people do stupid things to you, man, just think twice and forgive them. Yeah, and don't get in debt over your head. <laughs> don't owe someone <laughs> two hundred thousand years worth of money. Thank you, Two Fish Community, for joining us. We look forward to diving into the Bible with you next week. <laughs>